Okay guys, uh, thanks a lot for pointing out that the rapture was um, like that. Uh, yeah, the current time is 4.23 on Wednesday at MutinyRadio.fm. Uh, so, Matt, I'm going to disable your mic real quick and have Dan take over. Oh, this mic or my mic or anyone's uh, anyone's mic? Everyone has a mic. Bones living like a man on the run, trails leading nowhere. Where to, my son? We're already dead. Not yet in the ground. Come on, shake my helping hand. Thank you. 
shattered dreams, worthless years, pure mind cased inside a hollow shell. Life began, then was done. Now I stare into a cold and empty. Many sounds that meet our ears, the sights our eyes behold. We'll open up our merging hearts and feed our empty souls. I believe when I fall in love with you, it will be forever. I believe when I fall in love, it's time.
not another motherfucking politician doing nothing but something for his own ambition. Not another motherfucking politician doing nothing but something for his own ambition. As I said before, it's really groovy. About to bore you for about six or seven minutes to do a little thing. Yeah. Can excuse me for a minute? Just let me play my guitar, all right? Right now, we're doing a thing uh, by Bob Dylan. And that's his grandma over there. There's a little thing called like a Rolling Stone. Dress so fine through the bombs of diamond in your prime. Oh, didn't you? People call, save a wet dog. You're bound to fall, you thought they all. Well, couldn't you?
school, all right. <laughs> Mr. Lonely Bud, you know you only used to get the juice in the air. Nobody here taught you how to live on the streets, and now you <laughs> just gonna have to get used to it. You say you never, you never compromise street tramp, but now you, you got to realize, he's not selling a, any alibi, as he stands in the vacuum of his life, and he says, hey baby, would you like to Precious gifts and things, but but you better take your diamond ring. I think you better. You better part a babe. Yes, I know, Mr. Burns. Don't worry. You used to be <laughs> so amused at the pulling rest and the sweet talk that he used. him now, he calls you. You can't refuse. to lose. Yeah, this one now, you got no secrets. When I've forgotten all the rest, you to me were true. 
things that are that <laughs> motley every day. That That no, Motley Abel. crew, Abel Jaramillo over here just flipping everybody off, yes. looking like he just no, got really, out of court. I, mean, I don't think it's just you, it's not something you could just do six times a week for like five months and then just assume that you're going to be really good at. Yeah. Or be better at. I mean, it's just it's it's weird. It's it's a tough way to do it. Like it is is it is is comedy something that you actually saw yourself doing your entire life, even as even as a kid, or is this something yeah. that you just kind of grew into? No, I mean I grew into it. I mean I again, you know, I was. After high school, I was just going to college, and then I met, uh, you know, Sammy, one of my buddies from high Sammy school. Sammy obeyed, yes. Not a boy. They're looking for Abel right now. I know. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's not the police. They actually think he OD'd. Like, I know one of these assholes are parked illegally. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, you're a fire truck. Uh, but the... Um, the uh, what was it? What was question? We were talking about uh, the. Oh yeah, was this something? So was it, yeah, was this something that you saw yourself doing your whole life? Never saw myself. You know, the weird thing about stand-up is I never really saw myself doing stand-up. I, I kind of wanted to go to law school. My sister's a doctor, once a lawyer. I always thought it'd be really fun to be a lawyer, because I like uh, I like reading. I like learning up on stuff, and then I think being in a in a courtroom battling some other dude would be hella fun. Right. Um. So that that's something that I was actually focused on doing. But then I met my friend Sammy. He was doing stand-up comedy. Year into it brought me into uh, a couple mics um but that's pretty much that's basically where we started and then you just get addicted to that man what I was mean, your what was your do you remember your first, first experience time, do you yeah. remember that yeah i did mission pizza over there in fremont it was like valentine's day yeah 2009 i think so i just go up there and uh, again i invited a lot of my friends i'm from fremont so there's like 40 of my friends right and i just remember going up there and just doing like 20 minutes 25 minutes almost the first time and I did really well because all my friends were over there. I, like, killed it. I was like, okay, this is really – this is what I should be doing. This is awesome. And then I hit, like, four mics that week, and it was just, like, not the case. And, that, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it hurts, right? So it hurts. The world is just all like, uh, I, mean, I don't know who Mark is, so this isn't funny. Why are you talking about your friend? <laughs> like, you guys know Mark. I'm like, we didn't go to your high school, sir. Okay, so how do you deal? Like, how do you deal with that rejection? Because here's the thing about comedy.
of every season, you're still worthy, God. In the good times and in the bad times, in the times when I lacked and in the times when I had more than enough, God, when I didn't know how I was going to make it, oh, you came through, Lord, and you're worthy of our praise. Nobody else but you deserves the glory, God. But you deserves our praise, Lord. No matter where we find ourselves, we'll praise you. Come on, praise him tonight.
ladies, if you know it. Come on, let them hear you. Come on, say day and night. John with the Washman Hour here. Just giving uh, God all praise and all glory. Uh, maybe we lift him up. Um, right now, I just want to just uh, go ahead and just um, give give uh, God a little moment of silence and, and prayer. And I just want to thank God for allowing us to uh, come together, Lord. And to all the listeners out there, I just want to just just thank you for listening in. And I want to just um. I pray uh, that, that you guys be blessed out there wherever you're at, my Father God. Lord, I pray that you just go ahead of these listeners, my Lord. I pray that you have your way today, my Father God. Lord, I pray for every thought, Lord, to come under to come captive under salvation, my Father God, of Christ Jesus. Lord, I just thank you, my Father God, for, for everything that you're doing, my Father God, everything that you're going to do, my Father God, and for being a, a faithful God. My Father God, I pray that... that during this time, my Father God, we would be able to just just open up and give you praise and give you glory. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. So how you guys doing out there? Uh, this is John. This is with the Watchman Hour. Um, uh, I'm just just here uh, just going ahead and give you guys a few minutes of encouragement. Um, this week has been, it's been a hard week for me. Um, you know, um, I, I have this, this, um, this, you know, position, man, that God is, as God has gave me a platform, you know, to just share the gospel. And, you know, um, out of all people, my father, God, I, I, I don't, I, I, I feel, I feel privileged, my father, God, because I know that, 
that I was I was so lost, my Father God, at one time, my Father God, even to this day, my Father God, sometimes I don't even know, you know, how I'm going to make it through things, my Lord. But you say in First Thess Thessalonians 5, verse 16, rejoice in all things, my Father God. Lord, and I thank you, my Father. Lord, as uh, as this last week um, it passed, uh, one of the brothers shared that with me before he uh, took, a, took a trip, right? And he says, hey, John, you know, I want to encourage you this week. Uh, in First Thessalonians uh, 5, verse 16, rejoice in all things. And I said, yeah, brother, uh, you know what? Uh, that's great, you know. Uh, <laughs> but then I started uh, really uh, thinking about it. And, um, you know, that's that's when God allowed me to uh, come up against a few things, you know. And, um, and, and you know, it's all to the glory of God because uh, I, I believe that he was really trying to see if I was going to put to action what my brother was trying to show me, you know. And, um, you know, today, these days, man, you know, it's uh, – a lot of things that's uncertain, a lot of things that's going on in the world, you know, but uh, but one thing I could, I could say for sure, man, and that's uh, I could stand on the word of God, you know, um, here I am, you know, um, you know, I just uh, I feel I feel blessed. I feel blessed today because, you know, no matter what I'm going through, it's like God has me in his hands, you know, for any of the uh, of those people that might be listening, you know, you know, I'm just here. Uh, I'm just I'm just a, a regular guy, man. And um. You know, uh, God, God has, uh, God has brought me so far in life, man. And uh, just to give you a little bit of my testimony, since um, you know it's my first time um, being on air, you know, um, uh, man, uh, I was, I was raised, I was raised uh, a little bit differently. Uh, you know, since I was, since I was young, I always, I always had a heart, you know, a heart for uh, to be a part of something, you know, to be a part of something. But growing up, it never really gave me an opportunity, or, or really gave me too many. Too many, um, too many hopes, or or really too much going on. You know, I was, you know, raised in a small town. Um, my my parents, they was, you know, they was kind of doing their own thing. You know, my parents divorced when I was really young. I didn't even get a chance to see them together. You know, but uh, you know, um, it it was all good because I always knew when I was a kid that that uh that there was something greater. You know, greater than just me and you. There was something greater, even though nobody had taught me. You know uh, about who God was. I never went to church till I was twelve. You know, uh, my grandma sat me down one one night before I went to bed, and she says, "Mijo, you know, I want you to to say a prayer every night before you go to sleep, and talk to Jesus, and talk to Jesus like you're talking to me right now." And ever since that night, I I felt like uh, I mean, I I I listened to my grandma, and and it opened up doors, it opened up my mind, it opened up my heart. So here I am as a young kid, you know, being being broken and being torn. You know, being being in a broken home and seeing my parents, you know, um, separated and and having having seen my mom, you know, you know, go through you know her trials and and um, it, it really grieved me, you know, inside. But uh, I always rested. I rested on God. I said, God, you know what? I know that my Father God, that you could just change these circumstances. Lord, I want to pray for that my mom that she that she surrenders to you, my God. I don't even know what that looks like, my Father God. But I don't want to see her drinking. I don't want to see the way the, the way she's living. You know, because I felt I felt I felt sad. You know, I felt sad because she was such a good woman, and through her circumstances in life, you know, she she um you know she lost her dad when she was real young, and uh. And she kind of like drifted away from God. She says, uh, "God, don't even talk to me about God, cause I don't believe in God." And I said, "Wow, you know, um, that's that's that was really huge growing up." But um, you know what? I prayed and prayed and prayed, and um, and then when I finally moved out at 12 years old, um, my mom gave her life to God when I was 14. Two years later, and uh, to see her get saved, 
that that was the biggest thing in my in my life because by that time you know my life has already changed i'm already growing up in the streets and my life i already pretty much handed it over to a you know to uh being a product you know of my environment but i always knew that there was something better out there that there was something more that you know that god had for me you know i still haven't been to church yet i've, I've been maybe a couple times and and i i really didn't believe uh you know, I, I really didn't know nothing about, you know, hearing about a, a man preach up there, you know. But I knew once I went through those doors, I, I felt something. I felt something come over me. And, you know, just the love that I felt, you know, just just hearing those words, you know, that the, that the pastor would say. You know, I just I fell in love with hearing the truth, you know. And so that's why I want to encourage all you guys just to just to go ahead and take a minute of your day and just go ahead and spend some time with God. You know, the reason that, that I believe that we even exist right now is because... God gave his breath so we could just praise him and worship him. You know, um, as I look around and um, I see people, you know, I see people hurting. You know, I, I drive around I, on my way to work. Uh, you know, I, I see people just hurting, going through their struggles. I see people walking their kids and, you know, wearing these masks. And, and you know, it seems like it seems like uh, like the world is just is just numb at the moment. You know, like nobody knows what to do. You know, I talk to my friends and, and they don't know how to feel. They don't know what's going on. You know, we got political things going on. And, you know, it's like everybody's confused, but nobody has nothing, you know, to stand on. But, uh, you know, I want to encourage you guys that, that we do have something to stand on. We have the word of God. For God says he would never leave us nor forsake us. You know, um, God, he gave me, he gave my mom, not me, but he gave to my mom because uh, when I was growing up, like I said, um, my mom, she gave her life to God later on, and she uh, she was trying to trying to find her way. But but um, I was I was living wild, you know, I was living real wild. And and and, I, and she said, "Son, if you don't change, I don't think you're gonna live past 18." And I told her, "You know what, mom? I really don't care if I live past 18. I I really, you know, to me, being here is 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 bad being here." And she she would cry, would grieve her so much, you know. And uh, looking back on that, you know, um. You know, my mom would just pray and pray and pray, and she would cry all night long. She would, uh, she would tell me, you know, son, you know, I plead with you that you just try to give God a chance. And I said, you know, I do. I, I pray to God. I, 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 you know, I do what I can. But you know, um, but you know, uh, I, I, I really didn't know who God was, what His love was, and what it looked like. But um, right here is um, it's gonna be a song that I want to play to you guys and uh. And this is one thing that my mom, uh, she encouraged me on one night that uh, God had gave her a, a, a verse. And God, God told her, you know, stop crying, stop crying. I have him in my hands. In Psalm 91, in Psalms 91, it talks about it in the 14th verse about um, for, for he knows my name, for he loves me. I would deliver him in the time of trouble. I would be there for him and I would deliver him and give him long life. In the name of Jesus, I just thank you.
Let it Churches in our youth groups, in 
and our worship teams and our choirs on our deacons on our ushers on our pastors Jesus let it rain Lord let it rain open the floodgates of heaven oh Lord let it rain Until our sons and our daughters prophesy, let it rain. Until young men see visions and old men dream dreams, let it rain. Oh, Jesus, let it rain. Church need rain. The church need rain, oh Lord. Let it rain, Jesus. Open the floodgates, heaven. Let it rain. James and um that was let it rain uh you know right now in 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 life right now I think I believe that we ought to let it rain let God reign in over our lives and let God reign in everything that we do may we give God praises and glory and um let's uh you know let's go ahead and just and open up our minds and free our minds and 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 know that that for the men 
the men, the, the the fathers that we're we're to be called the high priest of our home, that 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 our that our that our duty here on earth is is to uh, praise God and to teach our kids who who God is, who Jesus Christ is. You know, when it's when it's our time to go, and after uh, it's it's all said and done, you know, the only legacy that I want to leave behind me is is uh, the, all the lives that I touch for God, for Jesus Christ, and and I want my kids. I want to know that my kids have a solid solid relationship with with God, and they know know who Jesus is, because you know, one day we're not gonna have a chance, and we're gonna we're gonna hope that our kids they're gonna just just um, live for God and, and they're going to go ahead and teach their kids and their kids are going to teach their kids. Right now we, we go through a lot of things in life and, and it's a perfect opportunity to just uh, to turn things over to God. You know, everything is in his hands anyways. He says in um, Second Chronicles 7 verse 14, um, he says, uh, now God's talking to the nation. He says, if you would just he humble yourself and turn from your ways, I will give you salvation and heal your land. Well, that's what God's looking to do right now. He's looking to, to heal our lands. He's looking to heal us from all sicknesses and all diseases. You know, the only reason why we even have sicknesses and diseases as it is is because of the stress and because of the anxiety and all the things that we place, you know, in our bodies because we put it in our head when we should just be giving it to God. You know, I'm not trying to say that I'm better or, or, I, or I could do it and, and this is at all times no i'm saying yes it is hard especially when you when you when you might have cancer or your loved one just passed away uh, you know things you know things happen you know in life that that just it, that you know you just can't take back and they're really difficult to deal with but today i just want to encourage you whatever you're going through i encourage you you know lift up your head and know that you're you're a child of god you know you're a child of the most high you know that's why i'm here today is just to go ahead and, and, and give you guys encouragement so so maybe you guys could say you know god it's been a long time since we talked and you know here i am you know and and, and open up those doors you know for uh, god to just go ahead and come back into your life because god he just wants to just just come into your life and, and just make make your life better you know, he loves you so much, you know. If he didn't love you guys, he would never send Jesus Christ to uh to die on that cross. You know, um, I mean it's it's hard for me to think about that because um, you know, Jesus did the ultimate the ultimate sacrifice, you know, and, and for God uh, to love us, you know, he must love us a, a whole lot, you know, to see Jesus on that cross. You know, our God is a God of love, a God of forgiveness, a God of healing. And 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 you know, our God would never leave us nor forsake us and i just want you guys to know that right now lord i want to pray for you guys all right now whoever's listening i want to pray right now for for protection for the blood of jesus christ to um to just cover your lives cover your children's life to cover your loved ones to cover those who may be sick to cover whoever's hurting cover my father god whoever whoever's thirsting for your for your word for thirsting for the truth my father god lord we put on the helmet of salvation the breastplate of righteousness the shield of faith the two-edged sword which is your word the loin skirt fitted with the belt of truth and the feet fitted with the gospel in preparation of peace no weapon formed against us shall come near us no harm shall touch us in jesus name lord i just want to thank you my father god for all the blessings lord and for everything that you're doing in our life my father god lord for your you're so you're so worthy of it all, my Father God. Lord, I just want to thank you right now. And um, I, this is a, a song that I that I love so much, man. And uh, it's called "The Safest Place," and it's by Seven, Safest Place.
I hope this encourages you guys in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus, you have the power. Lovely name I've ever heard. I'll keep my mind on things, on things above. I remain inside, inside your love, stand upon your word, Jesus, you have the most lovely name I've ever heard. God came to give you joy and joy unspeakable, a joy that comes every morning, no matter what you went through. I go through hell sometimes, but I grow through hell all the time in the power of Jesus. I'll keep my mind, my mind on things. On things, things above. I remain inside. I remain inside your love. Because, Lord, I give you. Save this place. All I ever know. Get a safest place. The safest
Because by your faith, you can be made whole. Safest place I've ever known. Safest place, he'll be your safest place, safest place, safest place you'll ever know. You're my safest place, my safest place, yes, my safe. Best place I'll ever know. Safest place, safest place. Safest place. I do want to yeah that was a uh, seven with safest place um i want to thank you guys for tuning in uh once again this is john with uh, the watchman hour and um i'll be back next tuesday at 7 30 um we're going to be going ahead and uh getting into the word of god reading in the holy bible and um if you guys want to uh tune in or, or you guys want to go in on youtube um i i suggest uh derek prince he's a real good uh pastor that i like listening to um he he just speaks the truth. Um, he's an old timer, so it's it's he 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 speaks it and and he just shoots it straight. You know, I want to thank you guys for uh, listening in once again, and um, I hope you guys stay encouraged and and be blessed. You know, and um, remember, man, God loves you guys in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you.
Mesa in Bayview on Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Where Drea Myers hosts a super funny lineup of comedians. Grab some brick oven pizza and enjoy the show in an outdoor courtyard with plenty of room to be physically distanced. See you soon at All Good Pizza for this tremendous outdoor comedy show at 1605 Gerald Avenue in the Bayview. That's all jokes at Good Pizza with Drea Myers, Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> my name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, Depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I am Italian, and we brought you fascistness with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com.
want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead parasites? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey, you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio Altacast, zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Uh, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why did we do this? Why, why are we <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch. And, uh, and uh, I wasn't. I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it, you know. I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976, and it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio, we have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to Mutiny Radio. FM and click that GoFundMe button, or just go to Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word, 
just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. LSD, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, acid, fapping, fapping, acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. AltaCast here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. A I am very joined special episode. Very special episode. I'm joined by Latoya, my co-host, as always. Here it is high noon. Yep. I am joined by out of San Diego, Maggie O'Neill. Hi. Thanks for having me. Hi. So excited for you to be here. And Jeremy Demery. Yeah. Thanks for having me here. Yeah. Yay. Out of I don't remember where you're from. Cleveland. Cleveland. Right. Ohio. Ohio. Cleveland. You got, got a Midwesterner. Cleveland, San Diego, <laughs> and uh, Latoya is originally from Misery. Misery. Yeah. I claim Chicago though. Now. Yeah, claim Chicago. Uh, <laughs> I'm. I've Midwest. never left. I've never <laughs> left uh, San Francisco. Or never left San Francisco. I've never left California. I did live in San Diego for 12 years. Oh, what part? Yeah. Um. Well, my ex-husband and I. Uh, we owned a house for a while in Vista. I Ooh, taught in Oceanside. Wow. But then we moved down to Claremont Mesa, and we lived on Tecolote Canyon. We had a house oh. down there. So oh, pretty. Yeah. Really lovely. yeah. I love Do the area. Do you miss it down there? Do I miss it? I really liked the weather in San Diego. I did not like the Republican <laughs> land. I didn't like the soul Yeah, you were up in the wasteland. vistas, like in the heart, beating heart of conservatism in yeah. California. It's all like uh, defense contractor, like the business owners. The <laughs> thing about when us Midwest Midwesterners say that we're moving to California, we mean San Diego, because that's where conservative Midwesterners go to die. Oh, good. 
no, no joke. No, yeah, like, when I, yeah. I know people are like, oh, we're moving to San Diego. I'm like, yeah, I bet your ass is. The soul-sucking wasteland of Lexus. It was, like, quite the contrast because I used to, like, be a volunteer coordinator in Bernie Sanders 2016, and then I immediately started working at this really high-end, like, uh, historic hotel in La Jolla, and I'm like, ooh, it's mm. <laughs> different. It's a different crowd. It's, it was tough. But, uh, yeah, California, it contains multitudes. It's got a really nice theater community down in San Diego, yeah, too, yeah. I really like. Absolutely. Uh, Sledgehammer, are they still around? Um, no, I'm not familiar. I'm, like, mostly familiar with, like, Finest City Improv is, like, one of the places I go to a lot gotcha. for um, different sketch classes, and that's one of the things I'm enrolled in right now, but I really, really like it. Yeah. You're doing improv? Yeah, yeah, I do a lot oh. of improv. I, I, it's kind of like a balancing act between like doing stand up and doing improv. That's awesome. I come from the world improv. of improv, so that's oh, why yeah, I'm Chicago? like, yeah, did you d uh, do some stuff up there. I did. Uh, I studied at Second City and then worked there, not on stage. Uh, I wish I could say that. Behind and then the curtain. Did, yeah, you know, I was uh, bartending, cocktailing, because that was my idea of getting. Getting connected with people. That was your foot people. in the door? Yeah. And then worked at The Annoyance. I didn't start doing stand-up until here at Mutiny Radio. Oh, which cool. it is very wise for you to do both. Yeah. Because uh, coming from the world of improv, stand-up, you're like naked. You're mm, like, you have mm -hmm. no one else to fall back yeah. on but yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only you that fails. Oh no yeah. one else. Yeah. I mean, and then on Friday, I'm doing the underwear comedy. So yeah. I, I pretty much will be naked <laughs> Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I had a drop yeah. out on that show, so I might uh, might do a little guest. A little, little underwear slip. Well, I have this <laughs> really <laughs> great, um, my buddy Under works with leather, and he made this really great bra thing that's not a bra. It's like leather uh, pasties, but they're attached with um, chains, and then it's like <laughs> a weird little belt thing. It's anyways, it's really, it's, it's, it's cute. Really funny. Like you closed yeah. your eyes to like, like mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really so good for radio. <laughs> the, ki the kids yesterday made us do the Instagram live and I was like, the what? Kids. The kids. The well, kids. that's what I call the comedians <laughs> under 30. Okay. <laughs> 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 the kids I, that hang out. I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, let's Instagram it. I'm like, it's radio. Yeah. They can listen. No, you oh, want to. No, it has to be live. Otherwise, it's not real. <laughs> it's not real. I mean, God bless those kids. Is, yeah. is Bernie um, doing Instagram lives? Can I? I mean, oh. I, he, he must does be, Instagram. Right? Yeah. See, Bernie's doing a better job than you. Th yeah, Bernie's more with the kids. <laughs> hey, the the we 77 year old man. We all have man. our strengths. You know? <laughs> I'm just not familiar with this TikTok bullshit. Right. No, what is this? It's Stop like it. musically. It's like kids who are like 12 and 13 yeah. could tell you all about Musical. it. Yeah. 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 April. April's a, April's a big TikToker. Oh yes. Do you play? I mean, I, it's, it's what the kids what want. Kids, I don't know what, what is they it. Want. Okay, the best way I can explain it is there's two sides to it. First, you have the 12 and the 13 year old kid, 13 year old kids who are doing like. Do you remember when we used to stand in the mirror with a brush, a hairbrush in our hand, and sing along to the radio? Right. That's what they're doing. They're just doing it into their phone and for each other to judge each other. Uh, the other side of it, there's kind of a comedy side of it where people are trying to make funny videos, do stories. I actually follow two guys who have become like dude bro friends. Like it's almost like a soap opera watching these two guys who have 
uh, Beer Bong John and <laughs> Iron Sanctuary. Like, yeah, like, I'm, I'm following these two because I just want to see how their relationship <coughs> progresses, you know? And yeah. Yeah, it's, um, and I do, I do comedy bits, and sometimes I put up some of my stand-up on there. What's and your, what's your handle? Uh, at April Gallaty, A-P-R-I-L-G-A-L-L-A-T-Y. And, yeah, just... Cute. Think it's not like Vine or anything with like this. It's kind of like Vine. It's exactly like Vine, except she can oh go up to a minute. <laughs> there's some pretty funny ones. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's some pretty good stuff. Oh, I'm like just overwhelmed. Yeah. I'm there's starting to sound is. like an old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm, yes, yeah. I do the, I sometimes do the Facebook, and I definitely do the IG. And then when, um, what's the other one that I really despise? The uh, Twitter? Not Twitter, not Twitter. Snapchat. I still don't know how to work it. I just deleted my app. But Snapchat is for dick pics. That's the only reason <laughs> that it was created. That's what chat roulette it was. Jeremy, you want to wait on myself. Snapchat. When you have a thing that exists for 10 seconds and then it disappears, what else could that possibly be used for? It's 100% dick pics. Isn't it? You send it and then it disappears in 10 seconds. It's I've like never gotten a dick pic. I've, I haven't either because I, mean I don't have a smartphone. I've avoided that whole Lucky thing. Lucky girl. <laughs> I, w- I, w- I've, I feel like I've been left out because I've never gotten a dick pic. Hey, <laughs> gentlemen out there, <laughs> me and Pam have never gotten <laughs> dick pics before. You know, you know. Uh, have you I'm, I'm the <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, so there's this meteorologist in Cleveland named Dick Goddard. So I would send people photos of me next to Dick Goddard. So there's send that where they call it's my dick It's a dick pic. pic. That's yeah. hilarious. That's, really That's, That's clever. Pam, I will send you a dick pic as soon as I get back to my phone. Thank You're you. going to love this. Okay, great. But I am a total pervert in every other aspect of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Glad I'm sitting next to you. All about lighting. You're going to be judged. I wanted to I wanted to have a I wanted to have a Mutiny Radio, um, the sexiest male comic yeah. in San Francisco Objecti- contest. Objectified. And I, I objectified, but I don't think I want to do it with dick pics. I, I think, think I want to do it with actual I had an comedy. idea to do, like my high school used to do, it, we called it Mr. Gresham. And it was <laughs> like, it was a pageant and it was so great. We, they had like tuxedos, they had a swim, I don't actually, I don't remember if they had a swimsuit edition. That would have been awesome But like a for talent. high school. Oh yeah, it was like <laughs> Miss America, but we called it Mr. Gresham. And it was, it was pretty great pretty great theater if i am yes. saying so myself so i'd love to do an adult version of that that would be fun right i figured like it would be fun to objectify men and wouldn't <laughs> it be a great <laughs> i could make i could make a calendar after which would be great mm. oh nope. yeah and, and sexy is a spectrum so it's the sexiest male comic absolutely and sexiest. i would want people to vote and i think it would be a great credit for people if they oh. could be like i'm the seventh sexiest should male comic in san I'm francisco mr june I guess if, if, you, if anyone wants to be on another mic, that one at the top up there has up on stage, it has a long cord. You can oh, drag it in if you want. Well, you could just drag it's long enough that you it's can drag it. It's long where you can drag you it. Can, there very you long. Can, there you, go. you might this be into one. the calendar, <laughs> sir. Hey, objectifying a men thing is looking at a great idea that would more than likely blow up in your face. Of like, I think guys would actually get into it. Oh yeah. <laughs> to a point of like oh yeah. Really creepy again. You know, come full circle. I. Yeah. That's that was the whole idea anyway. It was. I like just want dudes. I would. I would hope dudes would vote too. I think everyone should vote. But. Yeah. I. I. Women have. Every. 
Everyone's been objectified for so. Women have been objectified for it's so long. It's your turn. I really and think sexual harassment going like female to male is really. I know it's not appropriate, it's but I think it's, it's so funny. I think it's. Oh, you, really you, no, no. As a male, you should do it. We'd enjoy it. Please. Exactly. And that's what they've that's told me. Yeah. Like I've. Exactly. So I've had to ask for consent from my. I'm learning. You know. So that's I'm good, Pam. Well, I'm that's you're adjusting. Well, but it w- when I used to go, okay, so I knew when we'd leave San Diego and drive up to Koreatown in LA to go to a hip hop club in 1996 I knew when I went there that there were going to be people that were going to rub up against me with their weird hard dicks at weird parts <laughs> of my body. They're not going to look me in the face right. first. I'm going to try to kind of dance with my friends, <laughs> but this is what's happening. I know what I'm getting into. Yeah. And so, yeah, when a guy doesn't go like, do I have consent to rub my dick against you as I dance with you on this hip-hop floor? That is not happening in 1997. You're just basically right. now these little snowflakes, now. they'd be like, I'm being sexually assaulted. I'm like, it's a hip-hop club. But so it's <laughs> different now <laughs> in my mindset where I came from a place where every movie in the 90s, count oh, how many seconds so it problematic. is. Yeah. Yeah. How many seconds can you count before a homophobic or misogynistic yeah. joke oh, happens? Any comedy from Or something like, yeah, very rapey. Something very, yeah, yeah. like the yeah. rape is the joke. Ha, 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 ha. Rape is the joke. <laughs> 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 they say the R word a lot. <laughs> 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 it like the 16 Candles, which is one of my favorite movies. Which is all like crazy, non-consensual looking. I mean, even all the way back to Porky's, like, Let's just Porky's is definitely <laughs> rape. <laughs> that is a rape. I think that's like a rapist. Uh, like that's like the rape part of the rape bible. Like is to watch Porky's. But that was like the comedy <laughs> that we. Yeah. Get, get Rocky your rape Horror notes. Picture Show. But rape. Now lots of rape. Rape. And it's great that we. It's great that feminism has been updated and that people are into it and we're not trying to sexually harass just, people. You know, basic but communication skills for men <laughs> and women right. yeah. going forward. <laughs> but I sexually Wait, hold on harass men, men all with time. basic communication skills. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I mean, you're setting basic. an awfully high bar there. That's, that's, um, you started with dick pics. That was <laughs> basic <laughs> communication. That's all we want you to know. We don't want to engage with you on an emotional uh, level. Do you like my dick? That, that's where we're trying to go. That's why but I have so many influx of like male comics going like, you can't say nothing. Can't say nothing. It's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you're oh no. For y- what there's you other say. material you can yeah. mine besides. Try harder. That's, yeah. that's all you're being asked. What, to wait, do. what did you just say? Did you say try? try that's right. Try. All I hear is when male comics complain about, like, you can't say nothing. It's like they just get offended. It's like you're just a lazy comic. That's right. right. Hashtag him too. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, I think I think that feminism though is that we're able we're not gonna cull objectification from whatever we are as people, but to be able to have the equality and hey you slap me down I got in trouble from one of my little boys and they probably don't like being <laughs> called little boys. Is that terrible? So one of them was female Larry King. Well, I feel more. I'm going with Mitzi Shore. I'm going with Mitzi Shore. Oh, okay. But one of my one of my young boys, I was, (laughs) I was pretty drunk, (laughs) and I usually I haven't been drunk lately, but I was drunk. Yeah. And he was being very sweet and driving me home from a very late open mic. (laughs) And 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 I must preface this: I have a boyfriend, and Mm -hmm. I so I don't. I think sometimes that my behavior. Anyway, I I. I, he has really, he has beautiful, big, beefy thighs, and I have a thing for beefy <laughs> thighs. Oh so he's God. giving me a ride home, and I touched his leg, and it made him really uncomfortable, and he had to talk about it with oh. me later. And but I apologized. 
But and I said, I'm sorry that I Hey, way to take ownership. That's good. But here's and the I question of that hand where, like, that touch, like, was that touch, like, like I'll do it glade. here for you. I'll do it here for you. you know. Here we are in the car. Get her consent first. I'm not, I don't get her consent. <laughs> I, 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 I touched his big beefy thigh and gave it a little squeeze. And, okay, uh, that's not too bad. It's not like you moved I all the way I did not out. go, because that's not what I'm, I just, it was I'm just not a objectifying his It was so tease. It was tease. First of all, Pam, you need to give us the information after the podcast. We're going to have a word with him. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> this <laughs> boy needs an education. No, 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 no. It's it's he didn't feel comfortable. Was he, wearing a, was he wearing a collar? Was he wearing a <laughs> no, collar? I'm trying to find why he wouldn't like The point is that I made him feel uncomfortable. And I've done that. I've done that in the past with other comedians. <laughs> but I'm learning new boundaries <laughs> because I was trained. So for me, my thing is like, ha, I can do it back. The, all the stuff that happened to me when I was younger, I can do that now because I'm feminist and it's equality. <laughs> but but no. also, right. <laughs> no, but that's don't the do thing. that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I'm learning boundaries. Right. Though, but she's of right like on the aspect. Yeah. Yeah, like maybe that stuff wasn't <laughs> like we don't have to do everything men have done to us because right. some of them are crimes. No. Like, yeah, well, yeah. I, I used to play grab ass. Uh, I used to play. I used yeah. to play this game. In um, I, I, this was in the early <laughs> thousands. I was at a bar and I was with an old. I was with an older woman. She was in her fifties and she was someone else's mom. And we were playing a game where I would grab a guy's ass and then I'd go like, "She's crazy," and then she'd oh, grab a guy's ass game. and then look at me and be like, "That's totally her." And so we were, and then I realized later we were assaulting men. men. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Hey, we know now. That was the early 2000s was a lawless wasteland. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's Officer, on she's here. It she's the yeah. one in the corner. I used, to, <laughs> I used to go to Renaissance fairs and just grab ass any dude oh, in a Ren tight. fairs were very horny awesome. places. Now, as a female comic, everywhere. you can't say nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 right? Well, I've... I'm learning how learning to not grab ass and not be, but not, it's not habit necessarily too, but it's, I'm a huggy person and like, it, I, I'm not, tr I'm really not trying to sexually ask him, but sometimes it's when I bring up comics on stage, I'm like, he's too good looking to be a comedian. Put your hands together. <laughs> You're like the Michael Scott of open mics. <laughs> 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 she, she calls herself sometimes the accidental racist. Yeah. It does so it'll, it, it'll just like slip up. Okay, oh now, no. I'm, now I'm hurt. You have never brought me up like that. No, <laughs> I don't. That's you're white, man. I'm not. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm as like a, a childcare professional, I have like two games you could play instead of grab ass. Like one I used to do a lot, and then somebody got mad at me, got really upset, so I had to stop doing it. But um, instead of grabbing ass, I would just come up to like you know a guy I thought was cute, and I'd just kind of slip my hand into his, like we're holding <laughs> hands. <laughs> and like that, that is like super. You gotta own it. You can't pretend it's but somebody that's else. That's um, that's like creepy, but I kind of like it. <laughs> yeah, though. it's like very innocent. It's and innocent, also like creepy. I love it. Yeah. Um, so maybe try that. That's always fun. Um, and then also, <laughs> as a childcare professional, we do like A-frame hugs. So you can't. So no groin touching for hugs. Oh. Okay. Just uh, okay. some sex positive uh, <laughs> so guidelines it's a upper going body forward. Body yeah, you got it. A-frame. 
Right. Yes. 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 And. Yes. And. Exactly. Two, two big guys like us, that's all we're going to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to get, and nothing's going to stop. Side hugs, side hugs are good. Side you can't yeah. That's called leaving room for Jesus. Jesus. Wow. Room for yeah. Jesus. I can get on board with that. Yeah. I can get on board You're with leaving room for that. Jesus. That's your territory. But <laughs> for me, I mean, I'll, I've, I've been kind of doubling down on the like, oh, I have an entourage of hot male comedians. <laughs> like, I, I'm like, I'm, Mitzi Shore had the right idea, I think. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's Didn't a legend she in her own right. She was the comedy store owner. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, mom. like if it was her, talk about how everybody like didn't isn't the historic thing that comics struck against her so that they would get oh, paid Oh, well, more? yeah, that was like in the mid seventies. Yeah, yeah uh, because comic the comics weren't getting paid at all. Yeah, and I think they had to pull like full price for, uh, full price for the food. And that's like around when David Letterman and all those cats yeah. and Robin Williams are over there. I know my history. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and better. Yeah. And so I think they went on strike twice, I believe. Okay. I believe. And nobody's doing that anymore? Uh, nope. no. She cleaned up her act. <laughs> she well, she's dead now. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> she died, yeah. <laughs> and, then to, and then Tommy left, and now the new, and then, and then. Yeah, there's the new guys. I can wonderful. verify. I was there last night, and I asked for. They're like, she's been there like for <laughs> over a year. <laughs> but you, get, but, her, but her you can definitely get Polly. But you get Polly, Polly Shore. Oh, yeah, Polly that's Shore. her son. I'm not looking to have yeah. any offshore accounts. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that's better than a Polly Shore movie. Uh, Almost. I'm actually talking about early two thousands movies. Shore right. Joke about how he used to he used to paint on an easel. <laughs> <laughs> And I, you know, I don't know how I feel about comedy, that. Like in my early days, I thought that was so clever. It I was is like, so Look good. That is, oh. I love it. I mean, it's I want to so see you there on a Monday for Paul. Again, I'm with uh, this is so this is the Altcast. Usually we talk about. Usually there's a little Trump bashing. Yay! Oh, okay. Usually there's a socialist rant that comes out at some point. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. we there's talked there's about the strike. Yeah. So. There's usually something about me saying something about racism and saying the word cracker. Yeah, there's usually that. Oh. There's yeah. always um, there there's always like a political. Well, right now we've got the whole political break breakdown. Everything's scary, and the coronavirus is happening. That's oh yeah, it's it's not it. by it's not by the corona beer. Stupid ass people. Oh, yeah. I'm so I don't. I don't. <laughs> are there a bunch of jokes about that? Oh. Oh, oh my God! I'm so sorry. So it's, it's, the thing is, it's not a joke. It's real. Uh, their, their distributor, Ambev, uh, Am, Am has yeah. reported a drop in sales of Corona. Corona, because people are thinking. Somebody did a study and they said 38% of Americans think that Corona is somehow involved with, with the, the coronavirus. coronavirus. So stop drinking. We corona. are critical dumb. thinking skills. No <laughs> child left but behind. We are hey, no so child so left so behind, kids. San Diego. San Diego thought Takate was a virus for years. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was <laughs> that's the Does that make you throw up? Yeah. I'm not – this is uh, the one joke I've heard that I like that's the – the only coronavirus joke I've heard recently that I like is um, is that uh, I, I have so many – it's Sam's joke about uh, picking up – it's like I have so many coronavirus – I'm going to get it first because I have so many coronavirus activities. Like I pick up cigarette butts off the ground. I don't give a <laughs> shit. Yeah. This is a corona activity. <laughs> <laughs> like I share pipes yeah. with everyone. He's like, I'm going to get it, and I'm going to die so first. It's so crazy how it's just so contagious, and, like, you can be nine feet away from somebody else and still get it. And, like, 
What What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Die. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, mean if I anything, it it'll be a push towards universal health care because if people Ooh, try to go to the hospital well no because america hates poor people so it's going to be excited that so many of us die america <laughs> is poor people but Amer uh, capitalism hates poor people and america is capitalist therefore america hates poor people even though they Especially need all the poor people oh, yeah. in order to make all the capitalism work it's Absolutely. like and until we all rise up and say hey oppressors making money off of nothing like what happened to labor? When was labor real? When was it like, I am a man or I am a woman and I make things and that's important because of survival. And now we're like, if I don't get my skin cream by Tuesday, <laughs> I am going to lose no, my shit. No, even if like, I, even as so dumb as like the fact that you think a beer would be part of a, 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 a sickness, an illness yeah. that kills people. Like, Same come name. on. No child left behind. There's also a they corona got left behind. It's corona I just around the sun. What was that? Corona around the sun. It's the, it's the thing you know about telescopes or whatever. <laughs> corona. <laughs> I just wanted to look at one. The, the flary bit is the corona around. Yeah. The, it's oh. what you get to see when there's a full eclipse. You see the. And corona means crown. Corona, not the sun. And corona means what? I thought crown. 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 Like crown. Crowd. Sure. That's no. That's like so. Jesus has a corona yeah. around him behind. Yeah. So does the disease make you like? God, like, what is it? Why would they call it coronavirus? It's because Are it's like a crown light. Uh, the the when they looked up closely, it had like a crown light. It had a halo. Oh. Yeah. All right. So it had yeah, nothing to do with the fucking beard, you fucking yeah, retards. You have and to I said retards. This, 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 this is two things. It does tie back to socialism. <laughs> this is the most socialist virus we've ever had. It kills old people. And that's got to be good because they they're not moving out of the houses without a reason. <laughs> this could, you're in a good dose of that going through the good houses around here. That's going <laughs> to open up some property opportunities. Oh. Well, and if you, I mean, and hey, I'm a Marxist, so I don't believe in families or anything. I, that belongs <laughs> to everybody. We should be housing everyone. We should be having less houses and we should be spreading. It makes me s insane that I there's so many questionably housed people <laughs> in San Francisco when there's so much place to house mm -hmm. people. Yeah. Like, why aren't we equitably <coughs> Yeah, it's not like a housing issue. It's... It's but a capitalist it's issue. But yeah. it's, it's, it, are people not good enough to have a house? Well, we look at people and we go, well, you're not a good enough person or you're not a person. Who's a person? What's a person? Like, who is worth anything? What, what well, you know what's not a person? Oh, I have little pieces fetus. of paper. Right. <laughs> you, you, know they have con you know they have contingency plans to turn the Moscone into a CDC FEMA isolation camp. unit. Yeah. But it, it, th th it's, a, it's, it's a documented process. They, they lasted it for SARS. But, you know, back then, Moscone was only one hole. But now, if it gets bad, they're going to start isolating, and it they will bring uh, court orders to actually impose you on that. If you don't have health insurance in a hospital, you will be put in the Moscone. What is the Moscone? Is that like a it's big? It's a big. It's like a hall. It's a big complex mm. where people mm. yeah. yeah. Okay. They mm. trick it out with all kinds of stuff, and people walk around and get free pens. Wow! wow. And then they come to my bar and get drunk, and then get hired hookers and cocaine. All right. Hey, okay. I and that's actually working. Gonna make some and money. Back to Marxism. Back to Marxism <laughs> valuing labor and that that sex the work, down, sex work is real the work. Down economics. But sex work is real work and that it's not valued or monetized <laughs> equitably in any way. There's no safety, but it's a real job. It's actual labor and that we don't value it. So what what labor has value and what doesn't and why is some labor valued and some labor labor's dirty and gross? And everybody wants drugs, but drug dealers are bad. I was and reading someplace that this there was this uh, 
uh, I can't remember what state it was, but s- these strippers were trying to uh, unionize. unionize. And You're I was, I remember, I was like, ladies. you goddamn right, you better fucking unionize for the champagne room. Because I didn't realize with the strippers and this involved, I don't think it's really sex work to me. I mean, unless you come. You know, you I've been doing it for free, so right? I'm a little mad now. A- absolutely right. <laughs> but sometimes you have to pay the door <laughs> yeah. or the house whenever yeah. you're a stripper. And then, like, if you, like, you know, have to have a locker and shit for your stuff. Yeah, they you nickel and pay dime that. you. And yeah, they and nickel and dime you. I'm like, that is not right. Like, the, the this uh, I think it was in Tampa or wherever they had the Super Bowl. Like, there was, it was just that, that movie or that movie picture of like just knee deep in like dollar bills oh yes and that club took all of that money cl- like, yeah i read the about the dancers that. were pissed because yeah. it was like two million dollars or yeah. something and, and like, like the owners aren't working for that they're not no, putting not on the all. show no no they're not shaking their ass they're not buying do you know costumes? what costumes they're not buying but shoes do you know yeah. how hard you have to get ready in order to like you know make sure like your taco and your asshole is yeah. clean before you put it in someone's face for all of them dollars it's hard to See? It's hard. Can I, can exactly. I it's dark and they're men. We don't care. Oh, that's well, yeah. but there's like, you've got it. There's <laughs> that's like, not what I've heard. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of pampering. So, <laughs> does anybody want to tell the white dude that women go see women dance? Too? Oh, I love oh, strippers. Yeah, right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know. I love strippers. <laughs> Portland is Im- Portland is amazing and has some incredible strippers. Yeah, clubs. you'll do, be yeah. in a bar and not even know. It's I a used strip to try club to be a stripper. I did amateur night. A, a dancer walked by. Yeah, amateur great. night did not work for Back me. Back in the day <laughs> when I actually had the body to do it, I wish I'd have had the confidence to do it. I now. agree with that. I would like now, I, now that I have the confidence to do it, the body's gone. So. <laughs> oh no, no, they'll, there's room for you. <laughs> yeah. There's room yeah, for yeah. you. <laughs> there is room for you because I've been to some strip club. I listen. I used to have a. I used to be in the strip clubs a lot, like, in the 18, 19, 20. And I remember going to, like, some really, really weird, crazy strip clubs on the east side of uh, St. Louis. This is when I lived in Missouri. Mm-hmm. And there were some dusty-ass strip clubs, and then there were questionable ones. Mm-hmm. And the <laughs> questionable <laughs> ones I liked the most because <laughs> I remember sometimes I would see women, like, beautiful women, but you knew they had some hard living. Mm. And shit would fall out like tampon <laughs> strings. Oh yeah. And you know, you know that she had a bad boob job, or you know she needed a boob job. Daytime stripper, I still love you. Exactly. Like it April was all walks of life. Day. Like, but I saw the beauty in all of it. The lights are. April. Was just, what was that? A- April is the reason that you w- wouldn't have the confidence now because you feel like because you're not skinny and little that. Yeah, that's what yeah, she's for the me, it's the, it's the back rolls. A friend of mine is a BBW. Oh, a BBW. A friend of mine is a BBW, and she is a stripper. Bi- beautiful black woman. Oh, but Big, I beautiful black woman. Oh, I know woman. what it means. I'm black. You know? No, I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd look at, sh- she, I thought, I thought I heard Pam ask. I thought I heard Pam ask, and she is on the other side of you. <laughs> I know you know what it is, baby. <laughs> uh, I, I appreciate that. You know, no, yeah, for, for me, that's where, I mean, we, like I said, we uh, we were talking earlier about boob jobs, and I've had a boob lift. I actually have a great rack. I just that's never awesome. show it off. I, I just, I'm so real super self-conscious about it. 
Yes, you better show off that rat. <laughs> yeah, you better. See, look, get the girls full out circle, to we're objectifying no, each other. No. Now that you've said <laughs> that, oh God, you have no. to prove it. No, no, no. <laughs> Is it Marty Crawl yet? Show us your tits. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. What are they still doing? The Stern show all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're supposed to be like socialists. Progressive people, and I'm like, tits, tits. <laughs> but we, we talked about you strippers unionizing, so yeah. yeah. But I, I'd say sex work should be legalized, it should be women's work, should be monetized it's equitably. I agree. Uh, it, it makes me crazy. It's called labor when you have a baby, it's yeah. called labor, well and you get nothing. Sex for work it. is legalized in Canada, it's not like a radical notion to legalize sex work. And in Amsterdam, yeah, and people are. I, I went to the Museum of Prostitution in Amsterdam, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And you walk through an old brothel, and it's like an old age. You get to be in the window. It's so fun. You oh get to cool. be in the fr- you get to be in the window for a little bit, That's and you cute. listen to this old. Um, she's an ex prostitute. She was a prostitute for like forty years, and she tells you these stories as you're going through this old house and all these rooms, and it's so cool and weird. But it, they talk about how dangerous it used to be and when it started because of Napoleon mm-hmm. and because they were shipbuilding, you know, they were the, the Dutch were the original capitalists. They built ships for everybody. They were like, we'll sell them to the fuck. You guys well, fight with each other. We'll yeah. build the ships. We don't give a fuck. Like They're pretty good at sailing, too. Yeah. 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 Sounds yeah. like a real sexy Alcatraz. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Sexy <laughs> Alcatraz. <laughs> Hot Catraz. But so it was, they talk about all the history of prostitution and it was really, really interesting and and that she was like, this is my job, and it's real. And you get to turn people away, and there's people to help yeah. you, and you have to have – there's all of this medical stuff involved. And mm-hmm. you, and even back in the in Napoleon's days, um, they call it the red light district because w- the prostitutes, they either had a red card or a white card. A white card meant that they were diseased, and they are not allowed. They had syphilis right now or whatever they had. Mm-hmm. So you had a white card, and people knew that, that you had STDs or STIs or whatever the fuck we call them. But – if you had a red card, that means you were good to go, and that's why they started red calling it go. the red light district because they all had the red cards, mm. and then they changed it later with electricity into red lights. But oh, it started cool. with Napoleon. Napoleon was into I his mean, army not dying of syphilis. Oh, <laughs> I see. He's like, well, you need to be card carrying pro- <laughs> sex <Card> workers. Carrying. <laughs> yeah. We 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 went to Amsterdam in summer. We took uh, we took my father-in-law, who is an eighty-year-old man, and. He's from the Midwest, and he has no idea that any of that life exists. And we did the <laughs> tour, and it's around the old church, and they gave us the yeah. tour, and they said, and, and th- there's this, there's this un- unofficial line, so you were saintly if you could go to the church. And it's literally like the red district goes right around the church. It's 16 yards wide, the, the gap, and if you worked in that, you couldn't go to the other. And, uh, and we were doing the tour, it was fantastic, and the ladies in saying, you should engage, you should talk, you will learn, and, and they, you know, some, if they're not too busy, they'll tell you about their lives. And what she didn't say is what the blue light meant. Oh, I don't know about the blue light. That's the transsexuals. Oh. And, and my father-in-law didn't know that either, and he knocked on a window, and she, he showed her what was available. Hey, take a break from the social isolation and come out to All Jokes, the daytime outdoor comedy show at All Good Pizza in Bayview on Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m., where Drea Myers hosts a super funny lineup of comedians. Grab some brick oven pizza and enjoy the show in an outdoor courtyard 
with plenty of room to be physically distanced. See you soon at All Good Pizza for this tremendous outdoor comedy show at 1605 Gerald Avenue in the Bayview. That's all jokes at Good Pizza with Drea Myers, Saturday, August 22nd at 3 p.m. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-face McRat. <laughs> my name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, look good on camera, end all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, Depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I am Italian, and we brought you fascismus with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. 
time for time, I'd have given it a thought or two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Hey you, poetry reader, this is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay, we also have a show and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast, tuned every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it and don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. Welcome to Strictly Bad Vibes, your personal complaint department. Uh, what, what the hell are we talking about? Um, whiny people and their stupid complaints that we requested they send us. Why did we do this? Why, why are we <laughs> None of which matters in this equation because it is his choice to carry such horse shit on the fucking train. And he was yelling. He was like, move it, bitch, move it, bitch. And, uh, and uh, I wasn't, I wasn't. I'm just not. I'm not moving it, you know. I've arrived. Why should I move? I don't like what work has been giving us at our free lunches. 115-340-1976. And it does not spell anything. 115-340-1976. Go for it. Call in, guys. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please. This is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us. And especially us here at Mutiny Radio, we have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please, please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo, Mutiny Radio, all one word, just Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate. 
to our Mutiny Radio GoFundMe and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. LSD, fap, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, acid, fapping, fapping, and acid, fap, 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 acid. Thank you. That song is called Acid and Fapping. The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our 